Tonight's business news, Papa John's is moving its main headquarters to Atlanta. WDRB's Gina Glaros tells us the hit Louisville is taking. But with these things, the concern is always that when you remove the decision makers from the community, um, they are less invested in the community. Um, they have less reason to want to grow in your community versus elsewhere. From the digital journalists of WDRB.com, this is Uncovered, a behind-the-scenes look at stories affecting education, business, criminal justice, and more in Louisville, Kentucky. And now for the show. This is Marcus Green with WDRB.com. And it's been a very busy news year in Louisville. Besides the fallout from the Breonna Taylor shooting and the coronavirus and now more than 100 days of protests over the Taylor shooting, Louisville's been hit pretty hard with a lot of news stories. And there was one that happened a few weeks ago that also is important to talk about. It deals with Papa John's, the pizza company founded in Jeffersonville, Indiana, but that expanded and grew in Louisville. And my colleague, Chris Otz, has covered Papa John's for many years, and he joins me to talk about this story. Chris, welcome. Thanks, Marcus. So, as I said, many people have probably been uh, diverted by a lot of other news, but this Papa John's story was pretty significant. Just tell us what happened. So, a few weeks ago, I'm coming in from a morning run, and it was actually you, Marcus, who texted me and said, hey... The mayor's tweeting about Papa John's, and I was like, oh, I roll. And then I got a call from someone in our newsroom. Hey, something's going on. So uh, breakfast had to wait that day. I immediately got started working on the story. And unfortunately, as if we don't have enough bad news, as you were saying, in 2020, we got even Tonight's more. business news, Papa John's is moving its main headquarters to Atlanta. WDRB's Gina Glaros tells us the hit Louisville is taking. Many, but not all corporate And in this case, it was that Papa John's, which has really gone through a lot of turmoil in the last couple of years and has been on the rebound, thankfully, lately, that they are establishing a new global headquarters in Atlanta. The CEO and many of the top executive positions, most of them, uh, will be relocating to Atlanta, which of course is very disappointing for Louisville because it's a homegrown company. As you mentioned, it started here it started actually in Jeffersonville, Indiana, but grew up here uh, about 35 years ago with John Schnatter. Uh, it was his idea. He founded it. And through his own words in 2018... John's founder, John Schnatter, is accused of using the N-word while on a conference call. Forbes reports uh, we can go back over those controversies, but he essentially lost control of the company. Blamed the NFL national anthem protests for slumping pizza sales uh, and was ostracized from it. And now it's in the hands of, uh, you know, uh, different investors around the country. Uh, one uh, active uh, hedge fund in particular. And 
they are making this move uh, to turn a new corner for the company, but it is um, it may be good for Papa John's, it may be good for Atlanta, it may be good for their CEO, it may be good for Shaquille O'Neal, their new pitch man, but it is not good for Louisville. Chris, you know, in years past, and especially, say, a generation ago, when a headquarters left town, it was, in many cases, a gigantic blow to those communities in, in before the age of, of teleworking and companies, in some cases, being more spread out. Uh, you know, the headquarters was it. It was the centralized location. That's not necessarily what's happening here, but tell us a little bit about what kinds of jobs are leaving and what kind of presence Papa John's will continue to have here in Louisville. They say that Louisville will still be the headquarters too, which personally is like a bit a big pet peeve of mine. I feel like there I, I was this was just a joke I put on social media, but I feel like the SEC should have a rule that each publicly traded company can have only one headquarters because there's gotta be one place that's kind of, you know, the centrifugal force in the in the business. And to my mind, that place is wherever the CEO works. I mean, that's just the most basic way to measure it. So there are department heads uh, at Papa John's, and the ones who uh, don't want to move to Atlanta are the ones that we will continue to be based here. IT, supply chain, and legal teams will stay in Louisville. But most of the departments, it seems to me, are moving. Menu innovation, marketing, customer experience, human resources, and others will move to Atlanta. Where there's an airport you know, they said it's about 100, 150 jobs uh, that are going, at least initially, there'll be about 200 jobs in Atlanta, so they'll have some growth there too. Um, and there's about 700 here between corporate headquarters and their quality control center, which is where they make dough and other products for the restaurants. Um, and so exactly how many corporate jobs will remain here? has not been said just yet, uh, but it it seems to me that the lion's share of the corporate structure will be moving to the new fancy headquarters in Atlanta. Well, Atlanta plays a big part in the story besides being, of course, the new location where a lot of these jobs are, are moving to. It's also the home of CEO Rob Lynch, Papa John's uh, top executive. And he, it, it seems, Chris, that, that the fact that, that Rob Lynch now lives in Atlanta did play a pretty significant role in this in this move, right? I, I think that's without question. I mean, when I asked Papa John's about the reasons for this, they, of course, focused on the business reasons. And they do have some pretty good business reasons for this. You know, Atlanta has um, obviously the biggest, busiest airport in the world with real international passenger flights. Um, another pet peeve of mine is that airports can be called international when they don't fly people internationally. Uh, so, you know, obviously that is a big deal for them as they feel like their biggest area of growth is overseas. They have access to diverse talent. That's um, business speak for the fact that there are uh, uh, college-educated professionals of color, people of color in the Atlanta area that are just are not in Louisville. And that's one of the points 
um, that Louisville officials acknowledged in this move. And we need to do a lot more on uh, professional black and brown talent. I spoke with Mary Ellen Wiederwall, who heads economic development for Louisville Mayor Greg Fisher. Uh, this is something that we've talked about through our talent attraction initiative. It's something that GLI is focused on as well. It's part of their strategic plan. Uh, and it's area where we do not perform well as a city. That's definitely an area where we can put a lot more focus, intentionality, and resources to make a difference going forward. And we just need to grow this overall region. We but, I mean, these decisions are often much simpler than uh, all these high-minded business concerns. I mean, the reality is Rob Lynch, when he was running Arby's, lived in Atlanta. He never moved to Louisville. And so where the CEO wants to be and and the fact that he may not want to move his family, uh, I think it cannot be overlooked. I don't think it's any coincidence that they ended up uh, with Atlanta as the choice here. So it underscores, you know, there's a few lessons in this, but, you know, one of the key things it underscores is that you want the decision makers in the business to be rooted in your community, because when they're not rooted in your community, there can be all kinds of things, ways to justify um, moving out or, you know, migrating jobs elsewhere. And in this case, Metro Atlanta obviously benefits from the fact that the guy calling the shots at Papa John's uh, was rooted there and not Louisville. Well, whatever the reasons behind this move, the impact on Louisville is pretty clear. It's a huge blow, no matter how you look at it, I think, because it's a signature company that's decided to move its headquarters. So what is the immediate impact Chris, and what's the medium and long-term impact on Louisville? How big of a deal is this, and, and what are the implications in the you know days, weeks, and, and even years to come? Well, city leaders will always try to minimize and look on the bright side of these kinds of things. And to be sure, in the short term, uh, even high-paying jobs, the numbers that we're talking about are like a very small drop in the bucket uh, for our economy. But it's still a big deal. And as I wrote in my in my piece uh, that we're talking about here, it, it's the long term impact that is really the big deal. So Papa John's, to be fair, has said that they're not abandoning Louisville and that they still want to have a corporate presence that will grow here. But with these things, the concern is always that when you remove the decision makers from the community, um, they are less invested in the community. Um, They have less reason to want to grow in your community versus elsewhere. It's the long-term migration. As the people in the corporate structure who are already rooted in Louisville, whose kids already go to school here or you know, have owned their house for a long time and don't want to move. As those people retire or move on, who will, where will the new people be based? And my bet would be that they're going to be based in Atlanta, which is going to become, you know, the real hub of this company over time. And as I wrote in my article, we've seen this movie before in Louisville quite a lot with, um, 
mergers, acquisitions, uh, you know, and outright uh, moves of headquarters out of town. You know, this is a really old example, but it's it's applicable here. Um, you know, there used to be an insurance company called Providian that was here. It got swallowed up by a multinational called Aegon. We used to call the the newest office tower that we have, which was built in 92, the Aegon Center. It's now called 400 West Market Street, and that's because all the Aegon jobs are gone. Uh, over time, they migrated and left. Uh, and so that is the concern with an announcement like this. Now that this announcement's happened, um, I think it's important to just ask, what kind of response did Louisville have? Did Mayor Fisher, who obviously the last few months has been pretty much consumed with uh, things outside of, of, of business news and business moves, but any indication that the Fisher administration had any kind of ability to, to try to stop this? Yeah, I know um, from talking to people um, that they really did not. Um, this was a decision that was made without input from Louisville, without a chance for Louisville to argue otherwise. And uh, the CEO and the mayor have spoken. Uh, the decision that the company made is, is based on some things that would be very difficult for Louisville and mid-sized cities to compete upon. Here again is Mary Ellen Wiederwall from Mayor Fisher's administration. The company is growing internationally and they need international direct flights. That is not something that Louisville can provide right now. When you also look at some of their other, other reasoning behind this, they need a more diverse talent pool. I don't think even if they knew it was coming that they could have done anything to change it. Um, and, you know, you don't start looking for a new headquarters if you're happy with the headquarters that you have. Okay, so now we've had this news. Let's take stock of where Louisville stands, because the types of jobs that are leaving are these very valuable and sought after corporate jobs. How is the city and the metro area doing in these jobs? Uh, why are we caring about these types of jobs? And are there any indications that we might be able to attract more of them uh, down the road? Well, you're right that these jobs are highly competitive and sought after. And so let me just explain that, you know, because I think um, a lot of times people don't get the differences between uh, types of jobs. Um, so corporate jobs are extremely valuable because they're high paying, they create wealth, and that money trickles through the community. And they're the kind of jobs that all cities want because they can be anywhere. They're basically a way of importing new money into your economy. Um, that really differs from, say, a restaurant, a particular Papa John's, for example. Um, its customers are, by definition, already in your city. So when a Papa John's opens on Bardstown Road or wherever, it's not adding any new money to the Louisville economy. It's just feeding off of the money that's already in the Louisville economy. So corporate jobs and manufacturing jobs and technology jobs, these are all really important because they bring new money into the economy uh, and cities really prize these jobs most above any others. So 
you know, I'll talk in terms of how we're doing, like, let's talk about the anecdotes and examples and then, you know, try to get some data that will make it a little bit more comprehensive. But just anecdotally, Louisville has been a real victim, in my view, of corporate consolidation in recent years. So we used to have three Fortune 500 companies, which is not bad for a city our size. In two years, that's been reduced to one because uh, Humana absorbed Kindred uh, and Yum Brands fell out of the Fortune 500. But the fact that Yum Brands is even Louisville-based is actually pretty arguable at this point because all their top executives live in Dallas now, which is something that happened uh, around 2016. And there are lots of other examples that I didn't talk about in my story, but they're out there. You know, Apellis Pharmaceuticals, uh, a drug company that grew up here, moved to Boston. Uh, Almost Family, the senior living company, merged with another company. Uh, Two public companies, ResCare and Pharmerica, merged uh, to form their own uh, company called Brightspring in Louisville. Um, There are just many examples of uh, sort of corporate jobs that have been Uh, consolidated or have left the city for one reason or another. Uh, And there are are even other examples like, um, you know, when Humana created a technology hub called Studio H, that would have been super cool for Louisville to have and we would have welcomed that kind of thing, but they put it in Boston, not in Louisville. So that's kind of telling in that respect. So, uh, I hate to be doom and gloom about it, but there's not really an example of a corporate headquarters that Louisville has plucked and attracted really since 2010 in Signature Healthcare, whose founder uh, grew up in Louisville. We've had some back office attraction um, companies like ComputerShare that have put sort of professional office jobs, Ernst & Young as well, in uh, the city. Uh, But corporate attraction of an existing headquarters from a different city is very difficult. And we've not had, I I, I think it's fair to say we've had more losses than wins in that respect. On the the data point, you know, there's, it's really hard to get the precise, um, uh, precise measurement of this. But if you just look at professional and business services jobs, which to be sure includes lots of other stuff uh, that, um, that I'm not talking about here, but it's like the best closest proxy that we have. Uh, Louisville's grown 22% over the last decade, which sounds pretty good, but the U.S. as a whole has grown 27%. So we're a little uh, below just the basic benchmark of the country. A lot of these statistics and some of the other observations that you mentioned are in your analysis that you wrote recently. It's on our website, WDRB.com, and I I think it's a really good general overview of some of the issues that this Papa John's decision uh, lays bare. But let's close on this, Chris. I mean, what are the ways that Louisville can reverse this trend? What are some of the, the approaches that the city can deploy to try to change this, this pattern that you point out has been going on for a while? And clearly, as the data show, we're behind the national average. Well, let me back up to your your previous question because although I took a long time to answer it, I forgot one really important example. I mean, we came 
this close, this close to having zero Fortune 500 companies in town uh, because in 2017, Humana was trying to sell itself to Aetna, its rival. Uh, and But for the decision of one federal judge about antitrust law, Louisville would today be the government insurance division of uh, Connecticut-based Aetna. And I can't overstate how important Humana is in this equation. They're by far the largest company headquartered here, by far the most corporate jobs. Um, They are a huge part of the office professional downtown landscape. And you know, thank God for that decision. Uh, of course, if you would have asked Chamber of Commerce and the mayor at the time, they would have tried to say that the Aetna thing was a good deal. Uh, I don't buy that for a second for the same reasons that we were talking about, about the long-term migration of jobs and where the loyalty is uh, among the executives. So we still have Humana, uh, and the good news is the health insurance business has done really well, and those stocks have run up, so it would cost a ton more, billions and billions more to buy Humana today than it would have uh, back when Aetna tried to buy it a few years ago. Um, So like the lessons in all of this, Marcus, I think it's like, it matters, you know, like I said, it comes down to who are the executive decision makers in a company. And so let's talk about, you know, one issue I think with between Papa John's and Humana, you see this issue in common, which is that um, the Louisville-based founders uh, eventually lost control of the company. So, so David Jones and the Jones family, um, you know, David Jones Jr., uh, the son of the co-founder of Humana, is still on the board of the company. But in terms of stock ownership, um, the, the you know it's so diffuse now that uh, that they don't really have any influence in terms of uh, voting power. Uh, in, in terms of a concentration of ownership in the company um, to keep things like the Aetna deal uh, from happening, even if they wanted to. And in the case of Papa John's, it's really hard to see this announcement happening only two years ago when John Schnatter owned 30% of the company and was the chairman of the board of directors. Of course, he got ousted uh, because of his insensitive comments on on race uh, and his use of a racial slur that became public. And then he started selling down his stake. I mean, he just cut ties and liquidated um, the stock that he had left. So now he's down below 4%. He's a total non-player in the decision-making of the company anymore. So you lose a decision-maker, it makes a big difference. And all of this comes around to the point of my article, which is that to get the decision makers in valuable companies, the, the really the only way to, to, to have them long-term is to have them start in your community and grow up in your community. So entrepreneurship is the one way out of this issue 
that we're talking about. You, you branding, like, you know, when Louisville was the idea capital of the world or whatever that the brief chamber of commerce initiative was and all these initiatives about talent attract, you know, we're going to attract, you know, smart people to come live here. I mean, I'm not saying all of these things are not worth doing at all, but it seems to me that, um, companies tend to, to stay where they were started and the people who start them tend to be rooted in the community. And so the way to get more Papa John's and more Humana's is to have more of them start. And the more of an ecosystem you have, the less you, the less devastating it is when we have news like what happened with Papa John's. So it's all about, um, having more entrepreneurship, taking more chances, having more seeds. So you eventually have more flowers as the article, as the analogy, um, that I used in my story. That's just the only way that any community I think can inoculate itself from these kinds of things happening because it's so hard to attract a company that's already rooted somewhere to uproot and go somewhere else. I mean, we're seeing Atlanta do it to us, uh, but you know, those opportunities just don't happen very often. And you know, like a company like Humana, there's no reason for it to be in Louisville at all. Like if you were starting a multi-billion-dollar health insurance company today. Uh, you would look at 50 cities before you would look at Louisville as the ideal place to locate that company. So why is Humana here? One reason, the people who started it, started it here. Now, it's not like this is some new insight here. And to be sure, it's a lot harder to do something about this issue that I'm talking about than it is to simply diagnose the problem. And in general, this is something that economic development people recognize. Here again is Mary Ellen Wiederwall. The part that we're having such emotions over today with Papa John's, one of the reasons it's so emotional is because it's homegrown. And you will find that in most of the mid-sized cities, most cities across the country, the bigger companies there started there. They were started by entrepreneurs in those communities. And so one of the things we need to think about today is looking for who is our next Humana? Who is our next Papa John's? Who is that next company that's going to start in a broom closet or start with a great idea around a kitchen table and a couple of napkins and get to a major company? Um, Those major companies all start as small companies and they start in places like Louisville. And so we need to be helping to support those folks once we get past the emotion of today. So that's I think where the focus needs to be. Chris, thank you for your insight on this story. And I'd encourage anyone wishing to learn more to read Chris's news analysis. It's called After Papa John's Burn, Louisville Has One Way to Combat Corporate Flight. You can find that on our website, wdrb.com. Thanks for listening to Uncovered. We hope to have you back again next week.